0: With Sam, you know, again, he struggled too. Like what was going wrong for him? Well, I think there are a couple of things. And, again, part of it is you look at it, um, you know, we just got to make sure we're able to protect him. And then we'll go from there. You know, some of the decisions that we have to make in, in terms of, you know, he has to make as a quarterback. Ron Rivera on Sam Howell. We'll see what happens today in that presser. Um, as I mentioned uh, in the first hour of the show, I think Sam should remain the starter. Um, I do. Uh, Three more games against some very good defensive teams. Really the best stretch of defensive teams they'll face uh, this year. And I want to see how he bounces back. And I just don't see the upside in playing Jacoby Brissett, even if he gives you a better chance to win, because that alone should mean you shouldn't play him. Because it's very, very important in this upcoming draft in particular that the new regime has all options available there are three quarterbacks in particular that are probably going to go in the top 10, two in the top two. And you may need one of those and desire one of those. And if you don't, um, it would be a much better leverageable position from number three or number four than nine or 10. And that's what one more win could do. Um, So a few other quick things. Uh, So I said I'd get to Sam. Sam was on the list of things that I did not like in the game. And there just were – he just did not look comfortable yesterday. He hasn't looked comfortable in a while. Still made some good plays here and there. I thought just on the first drive, the third and four, you know, he took that short to Samuel. I thought Terry may have been open. Um, I think it's the process and some of the things that he's missing are probably um, the most frustrating uh, to the staff. Um, there was – where is it? Hold on. Sorry about that. Yeah. There was uh, uh, where's this? Okay, um, there was there was Sam's scramble um, on the second drive. Um, I thought that was a good play um, by Sam uh, for six yards on a third and five. He had a scramble for 14 yards and then a fourth and two where he stepped up and made a great throw to Terry McLaurin on the team's second drive of the game. really good plays there. Uh, By Sam, Uh, he had a fourth and three scramble where he, you know, extension where he found Terry for 16 yards on the second drive of the second half. The touchdown pass was kind of easy, but he made it uh, to Samuel three by one. They had really good pass pro on that particular set. Um, So there were a couple of good plays. Um, I thought the where he escaped immediate pressure around the goal line and maybe avoided a potential safety. Um, to, to, gain three yards was pretty good. And then I think the deep shot to Terry that he took was actually the best throw he made all day. Uh, and I thought it should have been DPI. I thought Terry's, uh, inside arm, uh, which would have been his right arm in that particular situation. It, the, there's he's being yanked and held. Um, and they did not call that, uh, that would have been a big play, but the bad plays were, were, were several. Um, you start with he had another two to three balls batted down, including the fourth and one on their second drive. You know, they decided to go for that uh, at that point um, on that fourth and one. Uh, They're down only three nothing in in the moment. And instead of taking the field goal, they go shotgun, they sprint him out. I know some of you hate shotgun on fourth and one, but that's like 45% of the time in the league, and he gets the ball batted down. Uh, that's been a problem with him all year long. Long He had a screen to Williams that was you know, missed badly. Now I don't know that it would have gone for much, um, but it was an inaccurate throw. Um, he had a, a first and 10 on their fourth drive of the first half that Witherspoon could have picked. Um, it was intended for Bates uh he had a second and 10 where gibson was wide open versus the blitz that's the play that got challenged that was not a good throw to gibson he did catch it he did catch the ball um and then on the third and four uh a few plays later you know McLaurin i thought could have had it but it was a late throw um and he took a big hit and a lot of the throws have been late recently um I thought that the one sack he did take was definitely him holding it, although there weren't a lot of options in terms of a checkdown, So I'm not sure what he could have done uh, theoretically there. Uh, and then you get to the second half. Um, he had a uh, a throw to Terry that Terry kind of short-armed a little bit, but it's because it was not a great throw either, and he was going to take a big shot. Third and five on their first drive, total misread by Sam And they they dropped the interception on on a deep throw into what he thought I think he thought was going to be cover one you know kind of uh, a hole on the sideline Um, it was not Um, uh, first and ten shot to Deami Brown into double coverage was nearly picked off Uh, and then the interception itself you know I think he misses as I mentioned early in the show I think he misses Terry early he's got a check down there I don't know what his process is there I think maybe they've gotten to the point where they've simplified it a little bit with him partly because of his processing partly because of the offensive line where maybe it's one to two and then start to create and that's what he did he started to create and then he made the bad decision to throw the ball back over to the middle of the field Terry got a hand on it but it was deflected and picked off Um, it was not a good outing um, for Sam Howell. Uh, He's had a run of of some very, you know, average to much less than average, you know, games. I mean, the QBR numbers for him here recently, all right, um, 27.8 yesterday against the Rams, 20.5 against Miami. Um, The Dallas game was a good half. His QBR number wasn't nearly that bad, but uh you know just not a good day 11 of 26 for 102 yards uh you know a lot of people had he remained in the game would have been here today saying you know he was under duress he was immediately pressured the play calling was bad nobody helped him out the defense can't get off the field you know a lot of people would have been in here like they've been every week making every excuse. For him, when it's really been much more nuanced and much more mixed than that, a lot of this year, whether it was the Arizona game or the Buffalo game or the Chicago first half or the Giant games or the you know the the Miami game or or yesterday, a lot of this has been on him too. Um, so for Sam yesterday, this was a D performance. It wasn't an F. I still think the worst performance of the year for him, bar none. Was the Buffalo game the second Giant game wasn't great either. Um, uh, the Arizona game was terrible. I mean, we we kind of forget the first Arizona game. They needed their defense and running game to actually bail them out and pull off a win in what was a much different time. Seems like ages ago. Uh, the Giant first half was terrible, but I put all of that on Eric Bienemy I mean, And the Miami game was was lousy. It wasn't his worst game. And he wasn't battered around like he's been battered around, which is why I think the answer from Ron about we wanted to protect him, I don't know about that. I think they just had gotten frustrated with some of the things that were being missed, which, by the way, were some of the things that Jacoby Brissett probably hit on in those final two drives. A um, couple of other quick observations. Um Man, Matt Stafford is playing at a really, really nice level once again for the Rams. They've got some weapons, and they're going to be very difficult uh, if they get in as a, as a postseason team. Imagine, by the way, and it's possible depending on where they finish, but if they end up getting the sixth seed, how about Matt Stafford back in Detroit in a playoff game wildcard round weekend? Denton, that's looking more and more... Actually, likely, because Detroit, pretty good chance they'll be the three seed. They still have a chance at the two seed. Still have a chance at the one seed, actually, but I don't think San Francisco's going to lose again. And the Rams now getting close to being that six. So a six versus three. But, man, Stafford's playing well. They've got a run game with Kyron Williams when healthy. They've got weapons with Cup and Nakua and tight ends that can catch it and Robinson who can run. And then defensively, you know, they're nothing special, but they've got a couple of special players. Um, So look out for the rams like if they get in and that's that's a big if because they still have to play the saints thursday night that's a huge game in the wild card race huge game for the saints in their division race too and then they close with the niners on the road and that could be one of those games that if the niners are you know need to win it to to lock down the one seed uh, the forty, you know the the rams would be in trouble although you know the rams played the 49ers this year as tough as anybody did before the 49ers lost games with all their injuries that was early in the season though but i was really impressed with matt stafford always been a big fan i can remember many of you i'm not going to name you by name you know who you are telling me i was nuts to want a quarterback that's a loser that has you know a losing record or has barely a winning record and has never won anything Well, that's what happens when you're in Detroit all those years. Um, uh, But they've got a chance. No, I don't think anybody's got a chance to beat the 49ers, but their experience could be a problem for some teams in the first round, second round, if they were to get in. Oh, I wanted to mention one other thing, just a quick observation. I don't know if anybody else saw this, but the Rams in the second half – Faced a fourth and three, they ended up not going for it, and they took a delay a game. But they sent their punt team out, and then Sean McVay brought them back, and they were allowed to get a play clock reset. I don't think that that is is right. I think Washington got screwed, and I kept thinking, my God, they're going to go for this and get it, and it shouldn't have. They shouldn't have had a play clock reset. Now their point, the point they were what they were trying to achieve was a draw off side situation. And Sean just didn't do it um, at the beginning. Um, but I don't think when you send your punt team out and then pull them back, you should not be allowed for a clock, a play clock reset. That doesn't make any set, sense at all. Um, two quick things just to end. I have no idea why Sean McVay was running plays at the end. He, especially that last snap, 44 seconds left. If you have Stafford take two steps back and take a knee – The game may not be completely over. There may be a second or two difference. But then on fourth down, you just take the ball and you throw it, you know, roll them out and throw it out of bounds. Game ends. They ran Kyron Williams again. He had already fumbled. I I thought that that was really for for a guy as sharp as Sean is. You know, they did not have to run a play with 44 seconds left. I think anybody that plays Madden understands that. Um, that uh, That was a risk on their part. Um, so I think that is it. Oh, Terrell Burgess, 24 special team snaps, but no tackles. Now you don't get a lot of tackles with Joey Sly kicking off. He kicks it through the end zone every time. Um, but, uh, there were some punt, I guess, opportunities weren't there. I don't even know, but I wonder if he'll still be first in the special teams balloting this week. All right, everybody on hold. I see you there. Stay there. Phone lines now officially open. It's the Kevin Sheehan Show on the Team 980. Team980.com, 301-230-0980.